This is a call to those who want incredible success, but do not necessarily want to get filthy rich. You want to help others, be purposeful, and enjoy all life has to offer. Welcome to the Inbound Marketing Revolution. This is Dow of Inbound with Ion Garlic. Welcome to Dow of Inbound. I'm Ian Garlic, and this week I've got an agency guest. You know, I'm the CEO of Authentic Web, and growing an agency is very tough. An internet marketing agency, a digital agency, because it's we're blazing a new path. You know, there this is an industry that existed more than 15 years ago, and there were very few of them, and now it's growing, um, but the techniques are growing, etc. And our guest today grew an agency, an agency that helped build LegalZoom, built websites for Lotus uh, and other big names, and he forged it on his own. He's going to talk to you today about the importance of focus, how to market well, and how to accelerate your growth based on the lessons that he learned, the hard lessons he learned, the hard way growing his agency. Um... Make sure we'll send out some notes on it. So make sure to go subscribe on iongarlic.com to the Dow Inbound email newsletter. And as you're listening to this, our guest is going to give you a lot of places that you can go. And we'll send that out in the newsletter as well. A lot of places that you can go to double your leads increase your sales, and if you own an agency, increase the speed at which you grow the agency, decrease the obstacles, and even if you don't own an agency, a lot of these things are going to help you and help your business, especially if you're a business-to-business, a B2B company. So without further ado, on this week's Dial of Inbound, we have a former agency owner that built up an incredibly successful marketing, digital marketing agency, uh, built websites for things like LegalZoom and Lotus, little names like that, Um, sold the agency for a a nice sum, but decided to help other, not only agency owners, but marketers in general. Uh, He's got an awesome site, generateleadseveryday.com. and I'm very, very happy to have on Jason Swank. Jason, thanks for being here. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Awesome. And Jason, um, so tell me a little bit about agency life from your perspective. What, what was it like? You know, oh, well, I mean, it was, uh, it was painstaking and hard. I mean, it's like any other business, but you know, you're always kind of being directed by your client versus having the right systems. And until I kind of figured that out, it was really, really pretty challenging. I mean, we struggled for a number of different years, but you know, we were kind of young and dumb. You know, I started out right after school. So, you know, I didn't know better and I didn't know business. I didn't even know what an invoice was. So, you know, we all figured it out and, uh, you know, but I would do it all over again. I mean, I love agency life. I mean, you get to work with the most creative people and innovative people in the world and every project you work on or every client engagement that you work on is different. And that's the the fun, exciting thing about it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, you know, obviously authentic web. I, I, I run an agency 
and it's difficult, but it also it, it's you know it's very fulfilling when you do something that changes a business. Uh, what what do you think is the m- most fulfilling part about both that you've had as an agency owner and now coaching or consulting with agencies? Well, I mean, the the fulfilling part of the agency was is you know basically taking someone's ideas and then creating something tangible that makes a difference. So when we were building LegalZoom, right, that was just an idea. And we were able to, you know, build that up. And that was really pretty cool to see that come to fruition and a number of other different things. And obviously, I'm a big car buff too. So when we were doing Lotus Cars, that was really pretty cool of kind of taking what their ideas and where they wanted to go and really kind of morph that into something that got people excited and created that emotion. That's what I really liked about um, running the agency. And then what I love about now is about showing people what I wish I knew when I was doing it because people always want like, you know, like Tony Robbins always says, success leaves clues. And I really wish I knew that back then because I was just trying to make it up as I go versus modeling. And so the big reward now is seeing other people be so successful, you know, from, you know, my mistakes or the things that I've told them to do, right? The mistakes that I made running my agency. I'm like, no, 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 don't go, don't go down that road. <laughs> what's, uh, what's one of the roads that you see people go down often that you, you, you want to help them avoid? You know, it's more, you know, agencies are like, um, there's so many me too agencies, right? They start modeling the bigger guys. Mm-hmm. There's a couple things, right? So, and this applies to anybody in business. They look at the bigger guys and they try to model them of where they're at now, but they didn't model what they should be doing is they should be modeling how they got there. So like, for example, if you try to build Facebook over again, right, you're, you're going to fail unless you try to start how they started, right? They started in uh, Harvard for Harvard students and then Ivy League schools, and then universities, and so on. And another big thing that I feel that businesses and agencies are doing wrong is they always talk about themselves, mm-hmm. right? They focus on them, but you know they don't care. People don't care about you the way they think you do, yeah. <laughs> right? Yep. <laughs> and they're not buying your past. They're buying what they think you can do for their future. And when you start realizing that, it makes... Business, marketing, sales, so much easier. Oh, yes. I, if You know what? I agree with you a million percent because that's one of the biggest problems we have in the agency and one of the mind shifts I always try and get people in is it, 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 the only reason that someone cares about what you've done is what value it brings to them. And that's really what you need to talk to is the value that you bring to them and 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 how you're going to change your lives that's so so important in every business not just agencies and why do, you know why do you think that uh, why do you think that happens why do you think we we think that way because you think you're a lot more interesting than you really are i mean really i mean you know um they just don't know to, to focus on them. And they, they think that they look at other businesses and other agencies and they say, we, we need to do that. And really, if you look at it, you really don't have much competition with other agencies or other businesses. Really, your biggest competition in marketing, uh, my, my friend Frank says this all the time, is procrastination and nudity. Right? It's <laughs> really it. I love that. <laughs> because oh. like if you're if you're trying to get someone's attention, especially on the internet, right? I mean, think about, it. I mean, they're 
they're just messing around and there's all kinds of, you know, things that are going to distract you. <laughs> so distracting. Oh man. You know, talk about distraction. I, my attention span's gone down to nothing and I get so frustrated with it because especially, you know, a lot of people, I mean, I know you just started up a, a digital agency, um, uh, Facebook group, which I think is fantastic. And I, I think that there's such a need for it. The only problem is I've got to go through Facebook to get there. <laughs> yep, that's right. Exactly. But you know, at the end of the day, what people can do is you want to create community where people can connect and you want to really kind of build your ecosystem in order to connect all those people. And, and, you know, I always like to tell people, you know, the best way to demonstrate you can actually help someone is actually help them. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, so true. And, and, you know, I think that also comes back to a great point that I, another problem that I see is, uh, you know, the sense of keeping everything close to yourself and not having a feeling of abundance that like you can't, that if you help someone, they're not going to come back to you for more. Um, did, was that a thing that you had to get over in your agency as well? Oh, I did. Yeah. And I, I, I so got that wrong at the agency. I didn't figure that out until after I sold it. Right. I mean, and then that's the cool thing is this kind of, I'm like, guys, don't, don't do what we used to do. I mean, even though we were successful and we grew it to a right, a great big company, but it could have been even better if I knew what I knew now. And so when I said that, I started working with people, you know, it just made that much more of a difference going, look, I've already gone down this path. There's literally only been two um, things that people have brought up to me that I've never heard before. One was their partner was leaving to go join a convent or like this cult. I was like, I've never heard that. I've never experienced that. Right. And another one, I'm not going to tell you because it's, it's, it's crazy, but you know, everything else, the normal business stuff that happens, you know, I've, I've gone through it. So it's, uh, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> you know, okay. And I like, I, I want this podcast to be for everyone, but I, I feel that, you know, working in an agency and when you deal with people coming into, you know, and dealing with creative people, uh, the, the, their mindset, mindset shifts, you know, your client's mindset shifts and they ask you the craziest things or expect, obviously they expect you to read their mind, but then they expect, they, they ask some of the craziest things. What do you, is, what's one of the craziest things you ever heard from a client? Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's thousands, uh, I, you know, we would always get calls all day long saying, Hey, um, I got this really interesting idea that I want to kind of morph YouTube, uh, Facebook and Google together, but for the certain industry. And I only have a hundred dollars. <laughs> I get that one. That, that, yeah. And it's, that's not even just my clients. That's everyone outside of here too. Uh, they're like, Oh, I've got this idea. I just need to build a website and it's going to be like Facebook, but for this and everyone has is the next Facebook. It, it's so yeah. true. Everybody has ideas. It's kind of like Gary Vanderchuk says, like, Hey, you could come up with the best ideas in the freaking world, but if you can't execute on them, they're worthless. Ideas are not worth anything. Execution is everything. So I always like to tell people action leads to the transaction. So the biggest difference between, you know, someone successful or significant is they've taken massive action. Yes. Massive action. That's one, definitely one of the philosophies we have. And what do you feel? And you know, to what's the first step in massive action? What is the first step in, in getting going? 
It's really having clarity of knowing where you're going. You remember like when I said when I was running my business, we were flopping around for like five years. We were under the 500,000 mark. We were just kind of messing around. We didn't have clarity of where we wanted to go. I mean, how the heck are you supposed to hit something if you have no idea where you're going? Or how do you know what to say no to? Right? I always like to say entrepreneurs can do everything, but the really successful entrepreneurs are the ones that know how to say no to the wrong things. Right? Oh, it's so true. So true. And so you have to have that clarity and then know, and that allows you to take the right action. And, and so how do you consult with agencies to develop that clarity? And I'm sure it's, it'll help other businesses as well. Yeah. Well, it's all about first figuring out where do you want to be in the next couple years? And then you start with the end in mind and then you work back. Right. So ultimately, you start like with two years out. I wouldn't say go any more than two years because things change so quickly. And then once you start working backwards, then you're really coming up with 90 day goals, right? And so the 90 day goals would be something like a revenue goal, a build goal, like I want to build X, Y, and Z. And then also a time goal. Like how much time do I want to take off or how much time do I really want to put in this? And then being able to look at those 90 day goals every day and then be able to say, does this get me closer to my 90 day goals? If yes, go do. If no, go delegate or don't do. Oh yeah. That's so, so true. Um, if, if you could change, you know, were, do you feel like you were that clear when you're running the agency? Or did that clarity come halfway through or later on? You put your finger on the button for beeping me. So no, I had, we had no clarity in the very beginning. But when we started going over the million mark and going over past that and really having significant success, then yes, we had clarity. But clarity is the, really the first step. You know, I always looked at, um, the difference between really big businesses or really successful businesses and people that are struggling or hitting a cap. It was all about the right systems in place. And it all starts with clarity, but then you also need that specialization, all the other things. But you need clarity in order to do everything else. You need to know where you want to go, who you want to serve, how you want to help, what kind of people do you want. And so you just map that out. But we that's why we struggled for a number of different years. And we hit that glass ceiling. And then we were just like, oh, now we have clarity. Now we can kind of bust through it. Wow. It's, and, and I'm going to keep asking you questions because I, I see these problems all the time. I've had these problems. You know, when it comes to clarity and, you know, setting goals, it, it, you said revenue, but do you feel like revenue is the first place you should start when setting goals? Well, I mean, that's why I kind of added the other, like, you know, time and, and, you know, what are you going to build? But, you know, th- these are just for the 90 day goals. I'm not talking about, you know, kind of, everything else. But at the end of the day, all people want is more time, save time, more money or save money. I mean, that's at the end of the day, you know, for being able to do whatever else. And that's just for business, right? But then you kind of look at kind of, you know, everybody else's, um, you know, what they want to do. But at the end of the day, you need more time, you need more money. That's really it. <laughs> <laughs> very, very true. Um, and if someone, let's say I have a small agency or, you know, like kind of a solo, possibly solo agency with one VA, uh, virtual assistant, um, what would be the advice 
that you would give that person? The VA? No, I'm sorry, the the agency, the owner of the agency. You know, you, you have to set up the right systems, right? And when I say systems, I'm not just talking about technology, right? So you have to have a system to, I mean, it also, also depends on what you want to build. If you just want to keep it as like, I always look at businesses and I didn't come up with this, but there's kind of like a curve into the business model kind of starts off with that, like a fun stage, right? You know, that person may be in a fun stage of going, you know, Hey man, I'm getting clients I'm making money, but the whole business is dependent on me. And so if you want to take it to the next level, you have to go through whitewater. And so when you start going through whitewater, things start getting more complex because you have more people, you have more processes that need to be defined. Now, everybody has to go through whitewater if they want to make it to the predictable success model, right? But the way you get through, you know, the whitewater, that terminal period, because, and you know when you're in whitewater, because you'll basically say, I wish it was like X, you know, because it was so much more fun <laughs> and they usually scale back and that's perfectly okay if that's for you, but the business is going to depend on you, right? Now, if you want to get to predictable success, you have the right systems as fast as you put your uh, foot on the gas pedal, you go. But then after that, you're on the top of the curve. Now you got to be um, cautious of the big rut and the big rut could be like, think about Blockbuster, Right. You remember Blockbuster? We used to go to the video store to rent movies. Right. <laughs> right. They didn't see this big internet thing or, you know, Redbox or Netflix coming and they could have adjusted, but they adjusted too late. And so they basically went to the death, death rattle. Right. So whatever you need to do, you just kind of need to figure out kind of what business type do you want? And do you want to stay at the fun? Do you want to scale it? And then just set up the right systems. And is this the kind of stuff that you talk about on your website, jasonswike.com? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything we put out there is basically from questions I've gotten from my clients, people in my mastermind, or people that just email us or comment on, on the website. Um, you know, I always just want to a- answer people's questions that they're struggling with because I, my whole goal is to be the number one resource for agency owners in the world. And to provide and have my free content be better than anybody's paid content. That's my whole goal. So that's why we're putting a lot of effort into it. That's, that's a great goal. I love that you, you know, that coming from abundance, that, that value, that your, your free content's better than the paid content. Mm-hmm. That's definitely, uh, so I, how can I subscribe to that content? Yeah. So if you just go to jasonswank.com slash agency insights. Mm-hmm. Basically, you can join, you know, the over the other 10,000, and I think we're up to like 10,000 something um, on the list. And we're always booting people off the list, too. So you got to be good on the list. Um, so those are active and really good people. Um, and uh, we're just pumping out, you know, one at least epic blog post podcast every week just to help you guys get to the next level a lot quicker. Awesome. Awesome. And um, so tell me, you know, I, the getting leads is obviously everyone thinks that that's the number one thing that's needed. And obviously Mark Cuban said, you know, sales solve everything. Uh, so I, I know you have a product generate leads, uh, every day.com. What is 
Can you tell me what that's about? Yeah, so it's a free video that I, I give to you guys to show you the five systems that I'm using that is generating you know 40 to 80 leads every day on autopilot. Now, it takes some work to set up. That's why I created this video to show you how I'm doing it, how it works, and what you should be thinking about. Because when I was running my business, I was just relying on word of mouth and AdWords. But you're going after a small... You're letting other companies and other people control your destiny. And I don't like that. I want to take control. I mean, especially entrepreneurs, you're, you're control freaks. You want to control everything. So why are you doing that? So I wanted to show people the way that I did not do right when I was running my business, but I'm doing it right now where like every day I'm generating all these leads and then having technology weed the right people to chat with me and the wrong people to other places. Right. So, and when I say leads, I'm talking about email addresses. And then the whole goal is to take those email addresses and convert them to opportunities or revenue. But you use technology to do that. And there's ways to do that. Right. And it's a concept that I've, I've developed and I, I've coined milestone marketing. It's about figuring out the many yeses that will get people closer to doing work with you. So, so many of us especially agencies. Oh my God, they're horrible at this. They pitch marriage right off the bat. They pitch their core service. Like, oh, you need a website? Perfect. And throw up on them and say it's $100,000 to do a website versus thinking about the little milestones to build trust, to build authority, to actually help them before they ask for anything. And when you do that, you can be so much more successful. Oh yeah, that's such an inbound philosophy and it's, it's one of those philosophies. It's tough for people to get through, but when you, you do the relationship analogy and I do that a lot as well, um, you know, you, you pitching marriage right off the bat, you know, you go to, it, it's like meeting someone in the bar and going, Hey, you want to get married? Do you really want that, that person as your husband or wife? No <laughs> way. They say yes. No, no way. Yeah. <laughs> you got to ask them a coffee. You got to talk about where you've been and provide value. I'd love that. So, you know, really generate leads every day.com. Um, I mean, that can, anyone can use that. Yeah. Anybody can. I mean, it's, it's more to show you around for the B2B market. If you're going after businesses, this is not for consumers, even though you could do it for the consumer market, but it's more designed for the B2B. So, and even if someone's just starting out as an agency or just wants to elevate, they want to help five or 10 more people with their marketing, this is a great place to go. You got it. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so besides that, I, I want to talk a little bit more about, I have a few questions for you and I, I've been asking all my guests and they're just general questions uh, about life and, uh, philosophies. Uh, first, what, what's your favorite quote? So it's, let's see, what's my favorite, favorite quote? I don't know if it's a, well, I mean, the one thing that I always tell people, it's focus, finish one commitment until success. Because too many of us are so scattered and we see the shiny new object and we really attack it. And before we finished completing the other thing that we were doing, the other shiny object. So finish one commitment until success. I love that. I love that. And it's so true with entrepreneurs because you want, you want to just get started. And there, there's something someone else is doing that I got to get started. Uh, um, what's the latest best book that you've read? Hmm. You know, I have, uh, I don't know if I'm ADD or, uh, my attention just goes away really quick, 
I listen to more of podcasts and videos than actually reading books. I, when I read a book, I get so bored. So, but the last book that I really enjoyed that I was a, actually able to read that could apply to business, even though it was never meant for business, was a book called um, Winning Ugly by Brad Gilbert. It's a tennis book, but it talks about um, how you need to get to the setup point, right? So if you think of tennis, right, everybody thinks, well, the most important point is the point you win the win the game. That's not true. It's the point before. It's setting it up. So I really like that book. Awesome. I I love books that aren't directly about business, but you can pull something out of it. Uh, you know, and that's perfect. I've never heard of that one. And one of my favorites too is um, uh, Eleven Rings by Phil Jackson. And you know, there's so much business philosophy oh, nice. philosophy that you can apply in there. And I'm like you. I, when I say books and I'm like, I'm reading this book, 90% of the time I'm actually listening to the audiobook at two times speed. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. I guess I, I should try the audiobooks out. Oh, uh, they're great. They're great. Um, uh, and you know, especially like I, you know, not to go off on tangent about me, but Seth Godin and obviously, you know, we all know Seth Godin and Malcolm Gladwell. They both read their books and it, it brings a new life to them. Even if you've read them, you know, hearing them say it. Um, so I highly suggest those. Um, another question I got for you is what's the one thing that you want to learn that you haven't learned yet? Hmm, that's a good one. I mean, well, I mean, there's a million things, you know, you're always learning, right? You're always learning kind of how the human brain works more. Right. So like we're programmed as human beings to say no. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I always love learning about more of like neuroscience and that kind of stuff just to um, see how we think. And I always try it out on my wife, but it never works. <laughs> Is it, it's so bad when you're, I, I'm the same way. I'm always trying that stuff out on my wife and always backfires. And then she, yeah, she always th- sees through the BS. <laughs> um, and I, you know, my agency works a lot with law firms. I don't know. Did you have much experience with law firms? Yeah, we worked. A lot. We had a lot of law law firms. Law firms, if I can say that word. Why can't I say that word? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, what What would you know when it comes to marketing? What's the biggest tip that you can give a law firm? I mean, it's all about helping them before you actually, you know, demonstrate helping them by actually helping them before you ask for anything. So, you know, law firms always like to kind of, and this goes back to what I said in the, in the beginning, they always like to dwell on the past. Oh, I won this guy a hundred thousand dollars from this car wreck or whatever it is. You know, you have to focus on how can you help them in the future and how can you help them now in order to build, you know, credibility because there's so many different lawyers out there. You know, the the other thing too is probably about specialization. You know, a lot of lawyers try to go and do everything, but you know, just narrow it down. Awesome. Yeah. If you any folk and it comes back to that focus and, and the conversation. Well, Jason, so if someone gets a hold hold of you at jasonswank.com and if they really want to get started really, really fast, um, then they, they go to your tips page, which is once again, Yep, uh, jasonswank.com uh, slash agency insights. Awesome. But if you go to every page on my website, you can give me your email address. <laughs> <It's> all, <laughs> every page is a lead magnet, so <laughs> you, you cannot run from me. Awesome, awesome. Well, I'm sure you'll we'll, we'll see a lot more of you coming up, and uh, 
hopefully get you a lot of traffic coming from our listeners at Dial of Inbound. I really appreciate appreciate you being on. Thanks a lot, Jason. All right, man. Thanks, man. There's a special place in my heart for other agency owners because I talk to a lot of them, and we have some unique needs. People underestimate often what an agency can do, and they overestimate the ability to read minds sometimes. Um, you know, and being an agency owner, if you're a professional, is you can probably understand how people react through customer service, uh, through dealing with clients that don't quite understand you. You know, one of the great ways that you can take advantage of that is, and we do it authentic web, is try and find those questions, anticipate them, and get them out and answer them ahead of time using things like inbound marketing. So make sure to check out Jason's website, jasonswink.com, and check out uh, his leads systems as well as his communities that he's building. He's a great, great resource for anyone, I think, Um, and a super good guy. And uh, if you're enjoying this podcast, do me a favor, go to my website, leave me some comments. Tell me what you learned from Jason. What's, uh, what would you like to hear more of? And uh, I'm going to have some awesome guests and I want to ask them some interesting things. And uh, I want to ask them things that interest you as well. So I appreciate you listening. This has been Ian Garlic, CEO of Authentic Web, and I'll be talking to you soon.